Hello and welcome to the Roller Games podcast. My name is Brad and we'll be looking into what's going to happen over the next two weeks in Nanjing, China. For the first time, furs are presenting the Roller Games from Saturday the 26th of August till Sunday the 10th of September. During 15 days of competition, more than 4,000 athletes from 50 countries will compete in 110 events. Ten first sports will be involved and seven venues will be dedicated to the World Roller Games. All of the following sports will be competed in the same city at the same time. Artistic, inline alpine, inline downhill, inline freestyle, inline hockey, rink hockey, roller derby, roller freestyle, skateboarding halfpipe, speed and the open marathon. Some of these disciplines I have to admit I don't know a whole lot about and as this is the first time all these events have been held together there is plenty to learn about the different events. I thought it was a good place to start to dig up some background on each of these events and one of the main points and rules. And does Australia have competitors in all of them? In future episodes of this podcast we'll talk to different competitors in all of the competing sports For this first episode, we'll focus more on the Australian athletes and look into which events Australia does have competitors in the upcoming roller games. As I mentioned previously, there are a few of these sports that I don't have a great understanding of. However, there are a few of them that I have participated in and have a level of understanding. I have participated in speed, inline hockey, roller hockey, and artistic, and I still coach artistic today. So I have a level of understanding of these sports. I've been to a few derby events, and a lot of my family played roller derby in its very first inception many years ago. Some of the newer sports, downhill, inline freestyle, and skateboarding halfpipe, I'm going to learn a whole lot more about while we're away in China. Let's go through a quick summary of each of these disciplines, starting with rink hockey. Rink hockey originates from ice hockey and the rules are very similar. It is played with players in quad skates and using a ball and shorter sticks than traditional ice or inline hockey. Players also wear less protective equipment and the sport is very popular in European cities like Spain, Portugal and also Argentina in South America. The schedule commences for the under 20s on the 27th of August with some big games like Argentina, Italy, France and Spain, Colombia and Portugal and these teams play off in the next couple of days in a round robin style event with other highlights on the 28th being Spain, Argentina, Portugal and Chile, Italy and France and the final round off of these three team round robins becomes on the 29th with Spain, Italy Argentina, France, 
Portugal playing England. Just some of the highlights of those first few days. Australia has a senior men team and they will be playing at the Nanjing Tech University. There are two venues for raw hockey and they play Japan on the 4th of September, New Zealand on the 5th of September, sure to be a grudge match, and Chinese Taipei on the 7th of September and India on the 8th of September. That's in the Confederations Cup group. Moving on to inline hockey, obviously based on ice hockey very, very closely with uh, inline skates and playing with a puck and all the protective gear that the ice hockey players generally use. My original plan to make sure that I didn't get any of this wrong was to read off the information provided on the Roller Games World Championship website. However, uh, just reading through some of the information that's listed uh, for both roller hockey and inline hockey, that uh, theory is flawed because either in translation or just in the information that has been gathered, it's... uh, got a few holes in the explanation of each of the disciplines so we'll skip past that. I do have the schedule however for inline hockey. In our junior men who are in pool A and in pool A for the junior men there's Australia, Iran, Taipei, China which I'm assuming is Chinese Taipei, the Czech Republic and USA. In the junior women, there's only one group, which is Australia, India, New Zealand, Taipei, China, and Italy. The senior women, we're in Port A with Italy, Korea, obviously Australia, China, and Canada. And I can't see us in the senior men group, so I'm assuming from that that we didn't send a senior men team. The inland hockey competition uh, is going to be held from the 27th of August until the 2nd for the junior men and the junior women and from the 1st of September until the 9th of September for the senior men and the senior women. Obviously as more information comes to hand on how those teams are going we will update everyone with results and information. I know a fair contingent of the inline hockey or the juniors at least uh, were leaving on Thursday the 24th, so they should be on their way, if not arrived in China, depending on when you are listening to this podcast. Moving on to the roller derby, and I've got the roller derby schedule, and I can see that starting on Saturday, September the 2nd at 3pm, which is a few hours before the opening ceremony at the Nanjing Olympic Sports Centre. Australia will play the USA and hopefully a fair amount of the teams get down to the venue to support both Australia and USA and Japan and Spain who are in the next bout after Australia versus the USA. So Australia versus the USA are at 3pm and 5pm is Japan versus Spain. And then at 8pm will be the opening ceremony. So 
So hopefully that will be a well patronised derby event with those four countries playing each other over Saturday and Sunday and the finals on Monday with third versus fourth and then first versus second. And then at seven o'clock on Monday, the awards ceremony. So they will have a very early result by Monday evening. We'll know the winner of the Derby tournament. Moving on to the speed events, there is quite a few days of track skating, three actually, starting on Sunday the 3rd of September, and then a rest day for speed skaters on Wednesday the 6th, so they get a chance to go out and support some of their other team athletes on their rest day, and then the road starts up on Thursday the 7th through till Saturday the 9th, with the Open Marathon being on Sunday the 10th. Hopefully some of the other competitors later in the week will be able to get out to the road and support our speed skaters, Michael Byrne and his team. There isn't a great deal of detail about individual events on the website at the moment, but in future episodes we'll update with more information about which events are on which days and which of our Australian athletes are competing. The skateboarding halfpipe is also later in the competition, commencing on Thursday the 7th of September, going through until the final day of competition, Sunday the 10th. Roller freestyle will be competed on the first weekend of the competition, so on Saturday the 2nd of September and Sunday the 3rd of September. So that will give everyone a great opportunity to go out and see roller freestyle, one of the newer events involved in these roller games. Also the inline alpine event will be held Saturday the 2nd through to Tuesday the 5th of September and the inline downhill will be on the final weekend, so Saturday the 9th and Sunday the 10th of September. So those events will be quite interesting to see and I'm sure everyone there will be hoping for good weather outdoors, especially on that last weekend with the marathon and also the inline downhill being held uh, on the final weekend in China. The, the weather in China during this period of time is uh, reasonably warm in the mid-twenties, only getting down to the high teens at night, but there is rain at times. So we will be hoping for good weather on that final weekend. Um, last but not least, the artistic events kick off on Thursday the 31st of August with some inline and figures events and continue right through until the final day working through the junior and senior solo events and then through all the senior couples and long program free skating events right through to quartet and group events on the final weekend so i think that summarizes roughly what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks 
within the next few days we should start to get a lot more information certainly from the uh, athletes who are in China and then results should start to come through uh, within the next couple of days once competition commences and we'll try and keep everyone updated with what is happening. This will be the short version of the uh, podcast for the first episode but then hopefully as more information and results come through we'll be able to talk to some of the athletes and find out exactly what's happening in China.